0: Renewable energy, clean energy, lowering our carbon footprint, all topics getting a lot more attention these days. And a big source is solar. Solar energy systems are certainly not cheap, but the average homeowner could save thousands over the lifetime of their system. But are those savings enough to make a switch? In this episode of KSAN Explains, Dylan Collins looks at how solar power works, as well as the pros and cons of making the investment.
1: If there's one thing we have plenty of during South Texas summer, it's sunshine. And these days, those rays aren't just for natural light. They can power this kind, too. But the technology that turns natural light into artificial light and electricity has not always been available. In fact, it's fairly new and still being developed. So let's start from the beginning. Humans have been harnessing solar energy since the 7th century B.C. by using sunlight and magnifying devices to start fires. Centuries later, in the early 1950s, scientists created the first silicon photovoltaic cell. That's basically the technical name of a modern day solar panel. And it was discovered by accident.
2: They were researching the properties of silicon semiconductors, and they found that when certain impurities were added to the silicon, It generates a strong electric current when exposed to sun.
1: So how can energy from a giant star millions of miles away go into a piece of silicone and charge this or your entire home? Think back to your high school physics class. Heat represents energy. The sun produces heat and light. The solar panel generates electricity when exposed to that heat and light through what is called the photovoltaic effect. So that's how the solar panel itself works, but what about the whole solar energy system that's installed in your house?
0: The silicon in these panels are stripping off electrons from the UV rays. They put them all together and send them as a current to this box, so this is an inverter. Um, It's taking the direct current and it's inverting it into an alternating current. The power that you use inside your home or your
1: business is alternating current. From there, the power goes down a long stretch of wires and into an electrical box. The smart meter uses 100% of that solar power first and if more energy is needed, the meter will pull more electricity from the energy company. If it has too much solar production, it sends it to the grid and CPS buys it. So now that you know how it works, how do you know if solar is the right option for you? A company called Big Sun Solar here in San Antonio partners with CPS Energy. They say customers usually have some or all of these goals in mind when choosing solar. First, they hope to lower the utility bill, they're also concerned about the environment and want to lower the carbon footprint, and they're just interested in the new technology.
3: I have two electric cars, and in addition, you know, we see electric bills going up and up, and so it seemed like a good idea to look into it.
1: In San Antonio, CPS customers have a few options. They can tap into what's called community solar, they can use rooftop solar, or they can choose both. The more conventional way is to just have solar panels installed on your roof, but...
0: Not everyone has access to a roof, though,
1: right? Some people rent, some people live in apartments, some people have beautiful shade trees. That's where community solar comes in. It's a program unique to CPS customers, giving them the option to purchase solar panels that are kept in secondary locations, like solar farms and on top of more than 100 parking facilities around the city.
0: Just like rooftop solar, just like solar ownership,
1: except you're putting it somewhere else. The power produced from those panels is then sent to CPS, and the solar customer sees the benefits in the form of a credit added to their monthly bill. For example, if your family uses $30 worth of energy during the month, but your solar system produced $20 worth of energy, you only have to pay the difference of $10 on your CPS bill. That means your solar system saved you $20 that month. If you're like Dr. Raj Narayan, who lives here in San Antonio, you can have both rooftop and community solar. It's, um, you know, been quite rewarding. But it wasn't an easy decision for Dr. Narayan. I did have to study it for a long time. In 2018, when Dr. Narayan began his solar journey, the price of solar energy was around $3 per watt. Over the years, that price has gone down significantly, but due to the recent supply chain issues, that price has returned to around $3. After federal tax grants and rebates, you can expect to pay about $2 per watt. And while $2 doesn't sound like a lot...
2: The initial investment cost. A
1: large, upfront cost. It has this high upfront cost. Numbers add up pretty quickly. The average 8 kilowatt residential system should cost around
3: $25,000 before rebates or tax incentives. For Dr. Narayan's house... And it was $30,000 for... Uh, community solar and ten thousand for um, for rooftops. I'm out forty total. The other cons: the sun doesn't shine at night, so you need to stay connected to the grid.
0: Another con is that it needs maintenance, so you can't solar isn't you don't put it up here and then forget
1: about it. The bottom line is: solar energy right now is an investment that needs planning for most families. A tip: you can start small, invest in a small system at first, and then add on to it as it makes sense. For Doctor
3: Narayan, the long-term benefits simply outweighed the price. It gives me the advantage of not worrying what CPS is going to do with electricity rates. It gives me the advantage of not worrying about what the price of gas is because I drive on sunshine.
1: But with a high upfront cost, how and when could you start seeing those benefits? Well, the upfront answer is almost immediately. Customers will start seeing their electric
3: bill decrease once their solar system kicks in. My net cost for electricity and power in general to both power my house during that six month period of time and drive my electric vehicles 140 miles a day between myself and my family was only about $53 a month. But breaking even on your investment is a different story. My break even time period for my solar panels on my roof will be on the order of between six and seven years. Once it pays back, you essentially are getting power for free.
1: As solar technology continues to grow, what can we expect in the future?
2: It's a very uh, promising future. Um, I'm very optimistic on that.
1: Will there ever be a day that we can completely rely on solar energy and disconnect from the grid? Experts say it's feasible, but not very practical right now. If it is
0: completely cloudy for two weeks straight and the solar is not able to charge your battery enough, Even if you spent a lot of money on a system, you could still have periods of time without the ability to have power.
1: Power storage is also very costly.
2: The price for lithium ion batteries, which is arguably the leading energy storage technology, has remained too cost prohibitive. So the research community is exploring other alternatives, including flow batteries.
1: Flow batteries are basically giant rechargeable batteries. In theory, there would be farms of these used to store enough solar energy over time to power an entire city. But that's still just a theory. Environmental experts say San Antonio could be carbon neutral by 2050.
2: The Environment Texas Research and Policy Center ranks San Antonio number one in Texas and number five in the nation for solar energy.
0: On KSAT.com right now, we also have tips on how to keep your home cooler and use less energy. If you scan the QR code you see right here, it will take you straight to the KSAT Explains page, where you can watch any episode we have done on a wide range of topics, including this one,